You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 160 of the Black Eagles podcast. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. Another chilly night here as spring approaches. Supposed to be getting warmer. I thought that's why we're here. (laughs) Um... But yeah, of course, what I am here to talk about, and, I, and I'm a little late, uh, of course, is uh, we're here to talk about the cup match, semi-final match against Istanbul Başakşehir. Um, the match was a home match at the Vodafone Park. So uh, yes, I'm a little late. Um, my apologies. I was I was honestly sort of. Anticipating doing this episode with Khan and then some timing issues, internet issues, homeschooling, so you know, the pandemic still happening, so you know, lots of scheduling things going on, but anyhow, um, I am here, uh, we are doing this episode, uh, I am doing it alone, so by we, I suppose I mean the, uh, the royal we, <laughs> if you will. Um, But yeah, of course, it was a huge match. Um, Winning the cup would be fantastic. Doing the double has not been done. Uh, How long has it been? Uh, Almost 10 years, right? Nine? Eight eight slash nine, right? So, um, yeah, it would be fantastic to get this cup on top of, obviously, the league. Obviously, the league would be more important, but, um, you know bragging rights right sorry we got some noise in the background there which i'll work right through and it's gone so i don't even have to worry about it um so yeah let's talk about this match let's talk about obviously the fact that coming into it we were coming off of a huge victory against bashakshi here in the league um a three to two victory or two to three i suppose because that one was on the road um, you know, in quotes, right? Because it's not far. Uh, it's never far when you're playing another side in Istanbul, especially one that is not legitimately authentic as a club or, or have any fans, for that matter. Um, no, all jokes aside, uh, this was a home match, so that was an advantage. But yeah, we were coming off a huge victory on the road against them. Um, but so yeah, uh, let's talk lineups because I think we're ready to dive in. Uh, in the goal, and I think you expect this for a cup match, but it was Utku Yuvakuran for us. Um, for them, it was Mert Gunak. I'll go back and forth. What the hell? Let's, let's mix things up here for the cup. Uh, on the back line, we had Wellington and Vida. They had Wesley Punk 
and Epurianu, who uh, may have been credited with some errors in their in that last match, but he was back. Uh, our right back was Valentin Rosier. Their right back was not Rafael, but it was in fact Umer Ali Shahiner, who I didn't even know was a fullback. To be honest, I thought he was more of a winger. But anyhow, uh, on our left back was the the grand return of the previously injured Ridvan Yilmaz. And they had Hak Hassan Ali Kaldirim. Um Joseph Souza would play on the back of our midfield, and Tolga Chigerji would play in the back of theirs. Rashid Gizal would play on our right wing with Yosef Indiashimie playing on theirs. Uh, on our left wing, I guess I skipped the center of our midfield, but I'll come back to it. Uh, on our left wing was Georges Cavan Nkudu, and on theirs was, of course, Denis Toruc. Uh, back to the center of the midfield, we would have Dorukan back in there with Ozan uh, alongside him, which is a little bit exciting, perhaps, you know, for anyone looking out for that. Um, obviously, I already mentioned Joseph. They featured, let's see, what do we have here? Edin Vizca and Berkay Ushan. That's interesting. So they had Edin Vizca in the middle of the, perhaps Indiashime was in the middle and Vizca on the wing. Yeah, Google probably has this one wrong, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, up front, of course, was Vincent Abubakar, and for them, they would switch it up. Enzo Crivelli was actually pretty solid against us in that last match, but this match would feature Dembaba. Eh, it was actually pretty solid, too, in the last match, if we're going to be honest. But, yes, that was it. That would be the lineup for uh, both sides. I've, I've sort of very efficiently managed to cover both sides here. Of note for us is that uh, Montero was back on the bench, as well as Aydin Hasic and a number of others. But uh, Bilal Ceylan, by the way, was on our bench. Uh, but most importantly, of course, is the news of Montero being there because he's coming back from an injury. So that means he's, uh, you know, available, which is nice. We have some depth again. Um, yeah, I won't talk too much about their bench or anything. I don't think it matters that much. I think we get the point. We've, we've covered them enough considering we just played them also in our last match. So let's talk about the match itself. Um, and it would be active right off the gate, right out of the gates again. Um, sixth minute would be uh, a nice start for, uh, of the match for us, you know, at least um, in theory. A uh, quick goal, it looked like, off of a free kick. Rashid Ghazal lining up sort of deep on the right side, putting it in well for, you know, the whole team was hungry going for it and it ended up being well in tone putting it at the back of the net um, cleverly actually a nice little header to the bottom right low uh, but it would be called off for offsides and I don't know exactly who would be called offsides because if you look at the replay it would appear that like seven of our guys were offsides we were very enthusiastic which uh, you know bad but also good in a way in the 16th minute, uh, so, you know, that one wouldn't land, wouldn't stick, but in the 16th minute, uh, Ozan would cut out, uh, sort of, 
I don't know if you'd say well defended, you know, a headed ball. He would take the, the ball decisively. Make a really nice pass, to be, uh, to be honest, to Abubakar, who would make a really nice sort of juke that would just put Tolga on his butt and then um, take a nice step and easy as you like, put it away. One to nil. Uh, Vincent Abubakar just flaming hot, you know, and he didn't score in the previous match, but he had his, you know, fingerprints all over the match. Um, assisting and just being all around very useful uh, in attack and so yeah starting right off where he starting right where he left off scoring a huge goal giving us the lead in the 16th minute uh, can't say enough about the importance of those you know of scoring first especially for a side like us where, where, where teams like to defend and sit back and disrupt our play uh, scoring early just takes away that game plan entirely so just absolutely love to see it 20th minute Rashid Ghazal would um, put in a shot from distance that again looked like a kind of cross but then um, on the replay it was clear it was a shot there was nobody there to receive the cross and it was sort of reminiscent of reminiscent of uh, reminiscent uh, I can't remember I, I bet one of my Scottish twins would recall it. Uh, anyhow, um, he had a, a lovely goal earlier in the season, some might recall, from distance. Uh, he almost did it again, although this time, Merit Gunak would come up with a lovely save. 21st minute, however, right from the out, like right off of that, we would get a corner kick. Ozan, this time on the left side, so he could do an in-swinger. Obviously, one might expect Gazal, but no. This time it would be Ozan. However, instead of putting in an in-swinger, he would put it in low, out wide to, to Georges Kevin, Nkudu, and Nkudu would put in just the perfect cross. You know, the type of cross that probably would have been a goal had nobody made a connection with it just because it was so well-placed. Um, and it just so happened to be Domagoj Vida on the other end of it, and he put it away perfectly. And uh, two to nil. 21 minutes into this match, a semi-final, no less. And Besiktas is looking good. Um, but, you know, obviously you expect a little fight back here. Um, 38th minute, a bit of a scare, I think we could say. Denis Tudic would take the ball up the left side and Utku Yuvakuran would revert to the young keeper that many of us remembered him as before impressing us a bit in some of his substitution performances uh, this season. And yeah, he would come out for no, for no good reason, to be honest, uh, clumsy as you like. <laughs> then Instituch would sort of easily get around him, send it in for Edin Viska, who, again, I think I mentioned last week, is, is Bashakshir's all-time leading scorer. And, uh, uh, it wouldn't work out somehow. Um, I think it was a bad pass from Denis Turuc. Uh, at least Edin Viska was saying as much after he missed by skewing it high and wide. Um, skied it, if you will. But so yeah, that would be it. Uh, Domingos Vida would get a yellow right after that. I don't recall it. It was the 43rd minute. I remember him getting it, but I don't remember what the foul was, if he deserved it or not. 
Um, I mean, it, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, 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 the cards aren't transmitting over competitions, I don't think. Um, 47th minute, however, this would be really scary. Um, Hak Hassan Ali Calderon would send in a cross for Yusuf Ndiashimiya, and he should have put it away probably, but he skews it wide. Um, he's running across goals, a lot like the one that Insakala allowed, or that people blamed Insakala for the first goal in the last match that they scored, um, except Ndiashimiya missed. And you could say we were a bit fortunate in that regard, but, you know, two to one at that point. Whatever. I mean, Besiktas was, was fairly dominant in that first half. And I mean, it was, it, at the same time, it was very clear that they sort of took their foot off the gas after going up two to nil. And were, you know, I mean, I think all of us were weary of allowing Bashakshir back into the match, but also pretty happy about what we saw in the first half, all in all, especially just coming out of the gates the way we did. It was good to see it. You, you love to see the team kind of hungry, trying to win. Um, one scary thing right at the end of the half was um, Apurianu and Vincent Abubakar would clatter. Abubakar would go down, and it would look like he was in serious pain. And especially regarding his knee, which I think scared all of us. Um, he would get back up, run around a little bit. I didn't. I should have paid more attention. I, I was quite scared going into the injury, and then I think just seeing him get back up and knowing he was going out put me at ease, and I kind of maybe even, you know, subconsciously tried not looking too carefully. But, um, whatever it was, he did get back up and, and run around again. Uh, he would come out at the half for Kyle Laren, and that would be scary, obviously. And the news coming out of the gates from the club was that everything was okay, and then on TV they were talking about how maybe things were not okay, and they were bringing in a doctor, and then the, finally, in the end, and I'll just, this is a spoiler alert, but I guess I won't give away any, you know, match news, uh, it seems like Abubakar is going to be okay. I mean, cross your fingers, I don't think anything's definitive yet, I, he did, it would appear he came away with a slight injury. But the, the big news is that it's nothing serious and he should be fine. So, whew, we escaped one there. Again, uh, don't breathe too easy. Let's keep, let's keep a drift of this. Stay, stay on it. Make sure he's healthy. I wouldn't mind seeing Jank play in our next match. I mean, I don't know. It's Fenner and we really need a Google car. So, uh, tough. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's healthy enough to play against Fenner, I guess. That's really all there is to say. But that would be it at the half. Um, and, and that would be the sub, Laren for Abubakar going into the second half. 48th minute. Um, a sign of their intent, perhaps. Or the, their continued intent. And again, it would be Hassan Ali Kaldadim sending in a nice cross to Dembaba, who would send in just a ripper of a shot. I don't think, I don't think it was a volley. I think he brought it down. But uh, the, the, the shot I recall for sure, because Utku made a very good save and just he got just enough on it uh, to send it into the crossbar and out. And so fortunate not to have um, allowed a goal there. Credit to Utku for sure. Uh, certainly credit to their attack on that play. The 59th minute, and this is where things would start getting a little messy. 
Uh, Umer Ali Shahiner would send it into Visca, who would. I don't know. I don't know if it was a cross. I don't know if it was a shot. I don't know what it was. But it was dangerous, and Utku did very well to sort of steer it wide. Save it, I suppose. Let's call it a shot. Why not? Uh, if in effect, it was. But uh, unfortunately, where he steered it was not perfect. He put it right onto Denis Tudor's foot, uh, and he would send it in low, uh, a low volley. Nicely finished, if we're going to be honest. I mean, got to give him credit where where he, where it's due, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, no assist credited because. Again, Utku would, would sort of punch it out to him. And yeah, Dennis Tudor would put it away. A big goal. <laughs> uh, 62nd minute, and I suppose a reaction to that. Atiba would enter the match for Ozan. <clears throat> I think we could all question if that's really the move. Clearly, um, it was a move towards leadership, though. And, you know, debatable as it might be. I mean, because Ozan, again, was impactful. Uh, he... he I don't know if he was credited with an assist. He was. He was credited with the assist for that first goal. So, and deservedly. It was a lovely pass. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a defensive move, but I suppose you want to hold on to that one goal lead. Again, that had just bitten us in the butt in the previous match where we took out uh, Adem Lijaj for Nejib and then gave up the equalizer. So, there's a precedent to, to maybe not do that again. <clears throat> if you will. But uh, 73rd minute, another highlight. Georges Kevin Nkudu would send in just a pinpoint cross. He was really actually solid in this match. I, I, I gotta say, with his crossing especially, which uh, we've sort of uh, given him slack for. But yeah, not today. Or not yesterday. The, day, the other day. Um, but yeah, he would find Kyle Laren. And Kyle Laren was, again, just a perfect header actually sends it low into the bottom right corner of the goal and Merit Gunak would do really well to turn it around the post um, just fantastic technique if you'll have if you'll believe it from Nkudu and Kyle Laren um, Kyle Laren with the head and so we were unfortunate not to go up three to one at that point but we didn't uh, definitely didn't happen 77th minute we'd see some subs uh, Berkay Uzjan would exit the match for Giuliano, so an attacking move on their part. Dembaba would exit the match for Enzo Crivelli. Um, we all know what Crivelli could do after that last match. Uh, Dembaba had hit the post and whatnot in this one, so, uh, you know, it's not like it was a guaranteed plus for them, but it would uh, appear to have actually been, because literally within the same minute as their sub, the very same dude who'd entered the match. Giuliano would be on the receiving end of Edin Visca finding Denis Turuc who would backheel it just and I don't know how much of it was was luck um, I don't rate Denis Turuc that highly I mean he's solid he's certainly been a, a key contributor for them in, a, in these last two matches you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to disagree with that even if you didn't really like their performance all in all um, but Denis Turuc did really well Back heels it perfectly onto the foot of Giuliano, who finishes it well, low to the corner. I mean, 
the angle was such that perhaps you could expect it could you know put something on it but i don't know it was close enough to and um giuliano is seasoned enough as a scorer that i won't hold him against it or i won't hold it against him Yeesh, sorry it's late folks um but so yeah, subs right after their goal, Alexic would enter the match for Edin Vizca. So uh, for anyone who remembers the last match, Alexic was really uh, a little bit scary, if we're going to be honest. Um, but yeah, so he would come in, 82nd minute we would bring Adem Lijic into the match for Dorokan Tokus. So we were going back on the uh, offensive. Uh, additionally, we would take out Ridvan Yilmaz for Fabrice Insakala. <clears throat> Ridvan was a little rusty. Uh, he, he's just coming back from injury. It's okay. Uh, but so, obviously, Sergen didn't really want to risk it. Um, and also probably didn't want to risk him being further injured or, or re-injuring anything. So, um, took him out. Uh, and the third minute of extra time... I mean, there was one final chance in the 90th minute. Um, and Kudu, again, lovely cross, would find Atiba would try around the keeper, but Merritt would do well to get down and, and grab the ball and sort of prevent a chance all around. A final sub would be Azubuike Okechuku entering the match for Tolga Chigerichi, who, um, you know, after the way Abubakar put him on his butt and scored that first goal, he might as well just retire, frankly. But uh, still, they got they scratched their way back into the match, two to two. Final whistle blows for extra time. Scary, scary times. Uh, one little note that I I failed to mention: we have potentially a new hit list entry. Yosef Ndiashimie would come in low, take out. Valentin Rosier, cruel and unusually, if you will, uh, and then get up in his face and start yelling at him. And it was dirty, it was vicious, it was nasty. I liked Ndiashimie. I think he may have been on Evron's shortlist as a guy who we could look at as a transfer. Who oh, I hate to do this, but, sir, you're on the shortlist. I'll say that, you're on the cusp of the hit list, my friend. And if I see any more of that petulant nonsense out of you against us going forward, I'm gonna hate to have to do it, but you're, yeah, you know, you've heard the the horn go off, so just beware, sir. Uh, anyway, extra time. We'd see subs. Uh, a, a, a fun one for, you know, too bad Evron isn't here to celebrate with us. I didn't hostage would come in the match in the 101st minute for Rashid Ghazal, and that guarantees the kid 20 minutes. That's that's some serious action. I, Evron, if you're listening, I, I, I hope you enjoyed it. I think you would, because literally, again, within the minute, talk about a game of impactful subs. Um, this would be fun, actually. This was a really fun goal. Uh, it's still 101st minute. I guess technically the 102nd, because it was like 101 and change, but... Adem Ljajic would make a nice run into the box. Beautifully laid off ball. It looks like it's towards Aydin Hasic, but he does the dummy, the step over. It perfectly rolls to Kyle Laren. You know, he's run out a bit ahead of it, but even still, he sort of pulls himself back, 
puts on a lovely touch with a little finesse around Mert for the goal. Three to two, just a giant goal. Again, jubilant celebrations. Um, Aydin Hasic clearly thrilled with himself for that dummy. I mean, it really was clever. I, uh, of course, Adem Ljajic gets credited with the uh, with the assist. Uh, Atiba is is up up there celebrating heartily. Like it's a great team celebration. Again, like you love to see these these guys getting into it, um, putting their heart into this match. You know, it would be easy for them to, to sort of lose focus on a cup match like this. So. Um, to be focused on the cup, to be uh, excited, to be you know competing on all fronts, it's, it's great to see. Uh, obviously, Atiba bringing a bit of that with him as our leader, the captain. Um, a few more subs, 106th minute, 105 plus one, you know, right before the extra time half. Mehmet Topal would enter the match for Yusuf Ndiashimiye. And once again, young man, I've got my eyes on you. It could be Hitler's material if you don't shape up. <clears throat> Sir. Leo Duarte would come in right after the play would resume. The second half of extra time, if you will. Uh, he would enter for Wesley Ponk. Um, Leo Duarte is a guy uh, I was curious about. He's, he's 24. He came from... Uh, Flamengo, it was, uh, you know, certainly uh, the type of player who would historically, you know, you'd, you'd think would would be um, coming to one of the bigger clubs. He's on loan from AC Milan, you know. Uh, yeah, he did previously play for Flamengo. Flamengo, I got that right. But yeah, so the, the type of profile for the type, you know, for, for one of our clubs, you know, you'd think we would get a guy like that, a Milan loanee, and, and they might get, or a smaller club might get, uh, Montero, um, although at least he's Atletico Madrid, so that's nothing to, to, you know, nothing to be sad about, but you know, whatever, whatever it is, uh, an interesting player, I didn't actually pay much attention to his performance for them, uh, he didn't get a whole lot of time coming in the 106th minute as it were, 121st minute, Nejip would get a sniff of action, uh, replacing George Kevin Kudu. I don't know exactly how that would shake out formation-wise. I, I assume it would involve Kyle Laren going wide, or maybe Adem Ljajic going wide. I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> but whatever it is, it doesn't really matter too much. Uh, the match would end within the same minute. Final whistle blows. Besiktas wins three to two. Another three to two. And so this would be three matches against Besiktas here. Three, three to two victories. Um, so you can't say enough about how weird that is. Uh, but yeah, you love to see it. Uh, just a big late goal to win it for Besiktas two. So exciting stuff. And that would be it. Um, later on. If you, you know, for folks curious about who Besiktas would, will face in the finals of the Turkish Cup, the Zidat, Bankas, you know, whatever, I'm not going to go into the, to the sponsorship here, but uh, Antalya Sport would play Alanya uh, at home, you know, they'd be the host, and they would be victorious, 
two to nil. You know, you, you hardly ever see them score twice. Um, Podolski and Hakan Uzmert um, scoring in each half. Uh, and that would be enough for them to go through. And so Besiktas against Antalya Spor. Be there or be square. Uh, I don't know if we have a final date yet set for that. Uh, I certainly don't see it here. So, you know, stay tuned, obviously. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with more news on that front. Uh, but yeah, there's no stats, there's no table here, obviously, upcoming with a huge match against Fenerbahce, our rivals, Fenerbahce. Ugh. Can't say enough about how, uh, how much trouble they're in, having lost Mesut Ozil for a long-term injury. Um, of course, they lost in their last match, uh, one to two at home against Gensler Berlay, which uh, Gensler is is a side really struggling, as folks know, they're dead last, even still, despite that victory. So they cannot, uh, you know, Fenerbahce cannot be happy with that result, obviously, and you know, the danger is that it could spur them on to a better result against uh, us, but. On the other hand, they're they're in trouble. They're obviously in, in a lot of trouble going into this match. They are a full five points back on us, uh, and we have a match in hand. So if we won, we'd be eight points ahead, uh, and still have a match in hand, no less. So yeah, they have a lot to play for, obviously. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, I'm not going to really say much more about this. You know, I think it is what it is. I'm going to go ahead and award a man of the match to, who do I give it to? Um, boy, we had a lot of solid performers in this one. Um, I would honestly want to go with Abubakar because of how fantastic he was in the early going. Uh, but going down to injury, or a light injury, or maybe no injury, whatever it is, but you know, leaving at the half, he didn't get a full match's performance. I think I'm going with Nkudu. Uh, he was really pinpoint with his crossing all match, which I mean, that's his weakness. So, gotta gotta you know gotta give it to him. I thought he was really solid. Uh, you know, defensively, we allowed two goals again. So I don't want to get too excited about anyone there. Uh, you know, our, the center of our midfield, Joseph Atiba as a sub. You know, he he stood out as being quite solid. Obviously, Gazal. Again, you know, another assist. He didn't have an assist, but he almost did. The Wellington one, right? Uh, but whatever it is, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of standouts, I would say, but I'm going with Nkudu. You know, he, he definitely had an assist for the Vita goal and could have had more. Was really just all around a great presence. And, and it's funny, he didn't use his speed the way he normally does in games where he stands out. He did it with his with his crossing, with his technique. So, shouts to Nkudu, my man of the match. Uh, I, I, if anyone has another man of the match, I look forward to hearing you folks on, on from you folks on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, you know, follow us as always at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot on Twitter. On Instagram, you can follow us Black Eagles Podcast. One word. Uh, I, and I'm signing out, but once again, we've got our friend, 
the Southern Eagle. Uh, his first name is Emre. I got, I got a bit of a name from him. Uh, so he'll be um, giving us his thoughts on the match again. So stay tuned for that. And uh, without further ado, I think I do have to go Benjikash! Peace out, everyone. Stay tuned for the huge derby match post derby uh, coverage with us here. Gotta beat these guys. Gotta beat Fanabache. We hate Fanabache. They are the, the model of excessive spending. Screw them. Peace out. Just want to say a few words about the uh, Besiktas Basakshir Turkish Cup semi final game. Uh, we started very well. We, we were more dominant than our league game on Friday. We play against the same team. And uh, Abu Bakar did fantastic opening <laughs> that followed by the header from the Enkudu's assist of Vida. And Abu Bakar's goal assisted by Özyakup also. But it's, something happened in second half, uh, start of second half. We lost the concentration and uh, Başakşehir uh, pushed and they caught us off guard, especially the second goal. Uh, on the counter-attack they scored a goal. They were five Başakşehir players inside our penalty box and we were only two, three uh, defenders there. Anyhow, after uh, necessary subs, Sergan Yelchin did, uh, we held the game and uh, even the extra time, we did not give any position to Başakşehir and with the Laiches run, uh, we, we scored winner with uh, Kyle Larin, our Canadian Eagle and that sealed the Turkish Cup final spot for Besiktas. And we're gonna wait for now our opponent, most likely uh, Alanya Antalya game. Uh, good thing is, I believe there's some positive lessons to take from here. As mentioned, end of our Başakşehir league game, we cannot defend. We need to keep pressure. We cannot defend the game in our half. We need to pressure the opponents on their half to keep the ball away from our side. That, that's the key. I apologize, by the way, my little dog is running around and making a noise. Congrats, Beşiktaş, Black Eagles of Istanbul, Southern Eagle, go! Beşiktaş International hopes you enjoyed this program.